Hello everyone, welcome to Loose Lips with me, Georgie Porter, and Sharon Carpenter, who's always across the pond. She's not swimming in the I pond. I am. But you're just Thousands across the pond. miles away, but miles I feel away. so close. I feel so close to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm Sharon Carpenter, TV producer, uh, TV journo, all that good stuff, with my sensational actress friend. Oh, thanks. I'm Georgie Porter, <laughs> and I'm going to talk like this. For just this little section, because I'm embarrassed and excited, and I just can't take a compliment to be quite honest. It just makes me do less. How do you even do that? How do you? How do you? It's just do all that? in the back of the teeth, really. Georgie Porter. It's a really teethy situation. Sharon Chaffin, I can't do it. I can't do it. You'll find out what made Sharon say this. I think a vagina ended up on the cutting room floor. And find out what made Georgie say this. Would you like some chocolate? Would you like some more muffins? Would you like to shit in my hand? Yes, okay, I will arrange that for you. I promise it. I will be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Georgie, it's good to How see you. How are you? How are you? How have you been? I'm good. I'm good, thanks, Georgie. You know, just hearing you talk like that, it reminds me that for some really weird reason, whenever mm. I talk to my cats, I speak yeah. to them in a northern accent, right? Do you? Like, especially oh. Chewy. Like, Chewy is one of my Bengal cats, right? And I'm like, oh, Chewy. Oh, what you up to, Chewy? Maybe your cat's northern and that's why it's the only way it'll understand you. <laughs> but you know there's actually something which is called I think it's foreign accent. What's it called? Foreign accent disorder. That's not it, but it's something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. About this woman who, uh, she had her tonsils out, I think, and she's in Australia. She woke up the next day with an Irish accent. No way. That yeah, is and like swears that she can't get her Australian no. accent back. No She's just got this way. Irish accent. And Irish accent. I don't want to. You know, upset anyone in my accent, but yeah, and she's never been to home. You are good with the accent. Do you wow, think? Georgie, thank you really so much. Yeah. I really enjoy doing an accent. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> do a um, 
Do an American, do a New York accent. So we've got Sharon. She's in New York right now. And I think I'd love to go and see her. Sometimes it can, <laughs> you know, it can get real far and I can get real into it. And I can just not stop talking like this. I don't know what I'm saying. Am I selling bagels on the corner? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give that out of 10. I'm oh. going to give that eight. He's a bit Two. wavy. That. <laughs> it was a wavy one. That was wavy. Oh, I'm gonna be there. I'll be there. Well, can you do my accent? Oh God, no! I can't do any accent. Don't even make me try. Uh, I can sort of do a New York accent. The only New York accent I can do is coffee. Coffee. Cup of coffee. Coffee. Coffee for you here. Yeah. Georgia Porter. I don't know where I'm going from. Does that sound like you, Georgia Porter? Do you know what? I don't no. know what my accent is because my <laughs> accent got beaten out of me at ballet school because I used to have the Did most it? outrageous. Yeah, my mank accent was so, so far gone. Like, I used wow. to talk like and that. And mank like, is short for Manchester accent, right? Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, it's like proper like this. Like, I've heard <laughs> a video of my voice and I talk like an absolute oasis. <laughs> I was like, <gasps> I went to ballet school with that and the ballet teacher was like, Ew, what are you saying? Like, I don't know what you're doing. Who are you? <laughs> oh, my God. That's yeah. so mean. It's brutal, isn't it? But, way now people can understand me. <laughs> that reminds me of when I, I was older, but I was uh, in university over here and we had to we have to take like all this general education when you're in America right mm. so my degree was in business management but I had to take all these general education classes and one of them was speech right you had to take two speech classes yeah. uh, so this one particular one we were being taught phonetics mm. and we had to write out the phonetic symbols for all these different words and I think the word was hot right so yeah. I wrote it the way we say it in England hot and I was new to America as well. And my speech teacher said, no, that's wrong. It's hot. It's hot. <gasps> oh. And I said, well, no, that's not the way I say it. I oh. say hot. He flipped out like this man was red as a beetroot. He just went crazy. He was like, don't you tell me how to talk. I'm the fucking speech teacher. He swore. And then he stormed out of the class. And he used to carry like this little flask with him, this little small metal flask. Full and of I said, he took that with him. <laughs> and then he came back, he came back about five minutes later. It was a little bit calmer, but all the, there were a lot of international students in my class, by the way, and they all came over and they said, "Don't even listen to him. We love your accent." And the Americans as well. They were like, "We love your accent." Well, they Don't even do, listen do, to him. But do. it's like, why you teach it? You you have to understand that. It, that that's just awkward for me to learn how to say the same word when it's the yeah. same language in a completely But then also, don't you feel like when you're in America, you kind of have to say a bit American-y things, otherwise people just ask over and over, what did you yes. say? Sorry, what? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't quite get you, what? And you're like, the pavement. Oh, I don't know, sidewalk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know what? I find it with... Uh, when I say the word water, and if I ask for a glass of water at a restaurant, no one ever knows what I'm saying. <gasps> and if I, maybe I'm at getting some cash back from something, I just bought some groceries and now I want some $30 cash back. If I say 30, no one yeah. knows what I'm saying. I have to say 30. 30. So for 30. the most part in New York, because the people I'm around, like they they get it, they've been around the English accent, but some people, they're sort of surprised by it might, or might yeah. not be used to it. So they have a difficult time comprehending what I'm saying yeah. which is why I have a bit of an American twang now just in general because obviously to. working and telling the news like for people to be able to understand mm. me 
you've got to yeah. you know speak in a way that they they can understand yeah. and so we talked about this a, a lot of English people now think I have a fake accent <laughs> well, where in England is she from none of us yeah. speak like that <laughs> I remember one of my friends we went on holiday to New York and she was Irish and all of a sudden she just started shouting taxi and we were like you're Irish, Brona. What are you doing? <laughs> and she just became American. And we were all flabbergasted because yeah. she was like, that's what you got to do. And then the whole trip, she was just American. And so we yeah. got back on the plane. She back had to... like a straight up American accent. Yeah, she was just that? American the whole time. And I just, yeah. she's quite a well-known actress, actually. She's brilliant. Oh. But she just was American in that instant <laughs> as soon as she stepped off the plane. And we were just wow. like, what are you doing? <laughs> do you remember the days? Did you used to do this? I used to put on a fake American accent with my friends because we thought it was so cool. And I'll tell you about something naughty I did. Okay, I was mm. a bit of a bad girl. So oh. I did jump the train one time and I didn't buy a ticket and it was like a 10 pound ticket it was so expensive you know for a 16 year old to get up to London from Guildford first of all it's not far right it's about half an hour on the train there's like 10 15 pounds or something one way um so I did jump the train yes it was legal and no I shouldn't have done it uh but anyway the ticket uh conductor is that what conductor inspector conductor ticket conductor came along and uh, uh, it was my friend and I, and he's demanding to see the ticket. So we put on these fake American accents. They were That's so, so bad. They were absolutely atrocity. And I said, oh. no, I can't believe it. I said, I have my ticket and I have my wallet. And I, I left it on the bench. I left it in the, the station. Oh, let's have a sidewalk next to the trash can. I don't yes. have it. You have it? Yes. <laughs> can and you lend me $30? Because I can't get on this train. <laughs> the accent was so bad but they were they totally bought it and ended up trying to help us and actually took my fake address in new jersey and i actually did have a friend who lived in new jersey so i gave this fake address and fine how american addresses were so i skipped the fine and wasn't arrested yes it worked in my favor and maybe we should not ever tell anyone that again. No. Um, shall, we, shall we move on to news number one before I you get arrested from your own home? Before the Virgin that's why train I'm line. That's what that's what I'm the American now. <laughs> She's never been called Sharon before. News number one. This news number one. This confuses me. This one. Would you like to go yeah. ahead with this? You know, I I heard stuff about this a long time ago, but Ellen DeGeneres. Um, mm. So she says that she still doesn't understand those allegations of a toxic work environment. I'm not sure how she doesn't understand it, but that's what she's saying. Mm. Um, So TV chat show host Ellen recently uh, spoke out in a sit-down interview about those claims made against her show in 2020. Remember, those allegations of a toxic workplace Three of her top producers left the show. It all started with a comedian tweeting that Ellen is one of the meanest people alive. Mm. And then it snowballed from there. She recently announced that her show is actually coming to an end in 2022. So in the sit down, she talked about that and also claimed that she never understood the allegations against her in the show as her guests only spoke of the program's happy atmosphere. Uh, She said, I really didn't understand it. I still don't understand it. I thought something was going on because it was too orchestrated. It was too coordinated and people get picked on. But for four months straight for me and then to have me read in the press about toxic work environment, when all I've ever heard from every guest that comes on the show is what a happy atmosphere this is. 
and what a happy place it is. Hmm, got my thoughts on that. Ellen says mm. she's moving on because the program was just not a challenge anymore. Although the ratings, I think, probably have something to do with it. We'll talk about that too. Uh, the controversy in 2020 led to Ellen apologizing to staff after an internal review by Warner Brothers found deficiencies related to the show's day-to-day management. In other words, there were some shenanigans going on there. Uh, Georgie, you said you find it confusing. Tell me, tell me, what, so, what, what are your thoughts? Now, I've always been a fan of Ellen DeGeneres, and I think it, mm. because it dates back to when she had the show um, Ellen, I think it was, when she had like- the sitcom, um, right? The sitcom, yeah. yes. I remember watching this as a child and yeah. just finding her funny, laughing along with her, thinking yeah. it was great. And then she got taken off the air because she came out as gay. And yeah. for me, as like, I thought that was quite like huge because she got like sacked from this show. So I always thought it was huge that then she got her own show and managed yeah. to like, you know, become she bigger. She got her own talk show, yeah. She got, she became bigger than ever and also made friends with so many stars. Yeah. You know, brought happiness to people's lives, by people in her audience, TVs, the size of cars. <laughs> like I, and and I do, all right, okay, so I know, and I know you've I've, you've got thoughts on this as well, haven't you? And I think, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I just want to mm. say about the, the sitcom, she didn't actually get sacked. Basically what happened, not, not really officially sacked, basically what happened was she, they were planning for a year on how she could, her character could come out as gay. And then yeah. she did it simultaneously um, in her personal life as well, which was great and groundbreaking and everything. But then the ratings did drop because of that. Although she was celebrated for being brave and coming out and being the Mm -hmm. first lead character on a TV show in America that was gay um, and a gay actor at the same time, uh, the ratings dropped and then they ended up canceling the show over, over that. Um, but then, you know, looking back on it, we can see how that really has helped shape culture and helped shape America because mm-hmm. Ellen's considered one of the most influential people when it comes to America being yeah. more accepting of, of gay rights, etc. But let's start here. So I just being in the business over here, right, and working in kind of this side of things and working for some of these shows and that, um, coming across some of the people that work have worked for her show. I've heard rumblings from a long time ago that she wasn't the nicest person, to be honest. So, and and is this because she is a big star and people want to be like her best friend, and she can't be best friends with everyone, all the staff, or is she literally yeah. just a mean, direct person? Because from what I hear, it's on the mean side. But go on, go on. yeah, because yeah. like I sometimes I think you know when you've got runners that want to become producers and want to be like that I'm not defending I'm just playing all yeah. the parts because totally you got to play devil's I quite, advocate yeah. yeah I quite like to think of all the situations yeah um, sometimes it can be like you know bitchy staff that are just like oh my god she like my boss doesn't let me do this or doesn't let me do that totally and I want to be up that person's bum and because I want to be that place sometimes there's jealousy sometimes Absolutely. sometimes there's those kind of things where I think there is often those types of things. Um, and the other thing is often when you are a woman, if you are someone who is firm and who expects, you know, greatness high. from the people that yeah. you work with has a high standard, then 
you can also be accused of being a bitch because mm. you know what you want and yeah. you're firm about it and that sort of thing. But from what I gather, and I don't know, because I, I also don't want to just completely rush to judgment, but I think enough people have come out. So yeah. many people have come out and, and talked about the issues that they've had yeah. with that show. And then there was a story, I can't remember who it was exactly. It was somebody who was supposed to be interviewed on her show, I think, and she wouldn't speak to it or she was told not to this person was told not to speak to Ellen. But I remember I'd heard the rumors. I didn't really think that much of it. And then I remember reading this article in the New York Times, which was about her new comedy special. And it was, the title was something like, Ellen isn't as nice as you think she is. Mm. And it was saying that in this setting outside of the show, like she's showing annoyance with things and all of these things that you wouldn't see on her friendly, be kind persona on the show. I think the reason there was so much focus on it as well is because her mantra is be kind, be kind, yeah. always be kind, right? Yeah. If it wasn't that, I mean, there are other talk show hosts that people don't expect the same thing of because that's they're not always going on about being kind. But she was looked at as the inspirational voice of talk in daytime once Oprah Winfrey ended her show. So there's that and here's the other thing she's saying that all the stars that came on the show uh said that it's a happy place yeah but they're the of course stars they're gonna be, of course you're they're not gonna, gonna be mean to I justin mean, bieber you, or oprah winfrey or kim kardashian do you want uh would you like some chocolate would you like some more muffins would you like to shit in my hand yes okay, yeah I'll arrange that for you I'll <laughs> how do we muffins to like <laughs> I mean people are there to look after the guests so they're not gonna yeah. go oh my god Ellen has been such a yeah. bitch today like just be careful when you sat on the couch next to it like they're not gonna do yeah. that are they so no and she's got to be nice to the famous guests and she's friends with a lot of those people mm. so I I think that when you do see, because it wasn't just her, right? People were saying that she's mean, but it was also the people that were working for her. There were, um, yeah. you know, microaggression, racial microaggressions and, and various mm. different things that were, were going on, which is why these three top producers uh, ended up leaving. Left. So, yeah. uh, and it tends to trickle down from the top when you see that happening in a workplace. And she says she doesn't understand it. And she's sort of insinuating that this was um, someone or, or a group of people trying to get her canceled. But the thing is in your position, when you work for a show and you're an executive producer and you're as powerful as Ellen is uh, and even if you're not as powerful as that but it's your responsibility to know what's going on under your nose yeah, you need true, to know yeah. who it is yeah. that's working for you you need to know what's going on in the workplace yeah. you need to know like you should say hi to the PA yeah. you should because yeah. I've worked for places I remember when I was an assistant producer at this one show and um, the anchor would come in and she'd completely ignore me she would totally ignore me she'd never Never say hello and I'm like all right I'm gonna ignore you too and now like I'm further along in my career than, than she mm -hmm. is in terms of on-camera career but she she was you know she used to ignore me all the time and I thought she wasn't a very nice person I'm still nice to her when I see her but I don't I don't forget that kind of stuff and we were in a small newsroom too but but anyway um in terms of the show being cancelled, we kind of knew it was going to happen at some point. And I'm sure that of the TV shows that she's creating and producing. Oh, yeah. We'll yes. And she's got Ellen Digital, which is going. I'm not sure if she's going to keep that around. Maybe but... she's literally just bored and there's nothing else to do with that show, to be honest, because quite honest, there's only so much you can do. 
I I've think also the combination, to be all honest. All the stars have been on it 15 times ago. <laughs> yeah, it's, the show's been going for 19 years. Um, yeah. Her contract is up, I think is a good time to end it. And her ratings are also down by a million. So they were 2.5 million, another 1.5 million since the scandal. So that is a dramatic yeah. drop and I'm sure the network's not happy. But yes, like you said, she's brought a lot to our lives. Jokes. She's done great stuff for the LGBTQ community and all of us as well at the same time. Helped us get to know celebs um, and uh, and has helped shape culture. So we're always going to love Ellen. Uh, she's le left a legacy for us in terms of her show. Slightly tainted, but a legacy nonetheless. Yeah. News number two. This is another thing that's like crazy. I don't know what this means to me. <laughs> I so don't know what this, this means. <laughs> this is brand new to me, all this. Cara Delevingne is auctioning off an NFT about a vagina. <laughs> now, I have no idea what these letters mean. So <laughs> an NFT is a non-fungible, fungible? Fungible. Fungible token. When I read fungible, I thought that was like a mushroom fungi. I know, I it thought, makes me think of fungus. Yeah, like why is this like, why is she got in mushrooms? <laughs> anyway, that basically means it's a digital art bought by digital currency. Oh, well, this currency blags my head. I know. NFTs are designed to give you something that can't be copied. Ownership of the work. So, to put it into terms of physical art collecting, anyone can buy a Moet print, but only one person can own the original. Monet? What did you say? It? What did I say? Moet? Yeah. Oh, is it called? You're thinking, you're thinking champagne. <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking champagne, Georgie. you got to wait a couple of hours for that. A little I early. I know who's called Monet as well, and I knew that that was what her name was, and I said <laughs> Over the last couple of months, the NFT landscape has exploded with celebrities, making major money by creating music, artwork, and video footage. Cara Delevingne, is that saying name right? Mm -hmm. Is jumping on the NFT craze of the video about her vagina. She's teamed up with the anonymous artist Chemical X. In the short video, the model appears to be naked and filmed from the chest up as she recites words about owning a body. Cara says, my first word was mine. To me, that means something that is most mine, my vagina. I own it, it's mine and no one else's. I choose what I do with it, and no one can take that away from me. Too true. Kara is auctioned off the collaboration with the Chemical X to benefit her foundation, which supports women's empowerment, COVID-19 relief, environmental causes, LGBTQIA plus organizations fighting institutionalized racism. Does all that sound any sense to you, Sharon? Because I'm struggling here. <laughs> I, uh, two things I don't know much about at all, NFTs and cryptocurrency, oh, right? I'm trying to me. learn just because it's it's confusing. Uh, like a while ago, I'm like seeing NFTs. NFTs, like on Clubhouse, everyone's talking about NFTs. I'm like, what, what is it? Is Why do up? I care? What is it? And then my friend called me and she was like all excited. It's basically digital art, right? So NFTs have been around for a long time for like 10 years okay. um but just now yeah so anything can be a piece of digital art so it can be we could take like a boomerang of us on zoom right now yeah. and do something silly and turn that into an nft don't know if anyone's gonna want to buy it but <laughs> we can create an nft um over that and you get it minted and you get it um 
notarize. I don't know what the correct terminology is. Yeah. But you could put a picture on Instagram and then you get that made into an NFT and then it's an original one. What? Basically, yeah. Like if you own the rights to it, you can sort of create the original by having some sort of like code stamp that has the artist's signature or something like that. it's a bit yeah um but the thing is no one's really gonna know it's an original it's not like when you see a monet right and you see his signature monet. right there and it's something you can feel and touch it and grab onto so it's a little different but if you watch the video yeah there is something really artsy about it have you seen right it? like i've seen it yeah and you've seen a, a short video those are hoping to see a vagina in this video. They're going to be really disappointed. See? The vagina doesn't make the cuts. I think I think a vagina ended up on the cutting room floor. But her face is in it, and uh, she talks about her vagina, and it's actually quite an empowering statement, especially in this day and age, right, mm. where there's a, a lot of talk about just consent and with the Me Too movement yeah. and, um, you know, people feeling more confident to come out about sexual abuse and stuff like that, I think is a powerful statement. But but the video in itself is really short. Obviously, it's something that can be copied. I can make, take a screen recording yeah. of that. So then you have it. So then it's not then I have by it. someone else. But it's sort of like having the... It's like paying for something. The fake version. That everybody else of, could have. Yeah. 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 Well, apparently a lot of people believe that these NFTs are going to go up in value. So you buy, like people are selling some of these NFTs for millions of people dollars. People are selling $500,000 here. Like that, what? No. Like, well, they say that about art anyway, don't they? I can't. When, I can't. Yeah. I mean, art. Yeah. Even art's really expensive and you're like, oh, this is good. Like my mum's an artist and she's like, when I'm yeah. dead, these will all be mint. I'm like, can you not die? Can you just sell it while you're alive so we can all benefit from this? And my mum's an artist too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mom's and so yeah. you probably feel the same passion as well, don't you? Like an original is like huge like when they spend time and they paint and it's good. and Yeah. Because that's a painting. Yeah. Whereas if you take a picture, but then it's original and then you sell it for fake money that doesn't exist. Like, well, that's the confusing thing as well. So cryptocurrency, I don't really know anything about. I, don't I usually don't invest in anything I don't get. Yeah. But I did end up investing a bit of money in Bitcoin and Ethereum. And the reason I went for Ethereum is because Ethereum is usually used to buy NFTs. And I saw the NFTs were exploding. So I'm like putting two and two together. So oh, it means this. like more people are going to buy Ethereum. It hasn't really worked at this point. And Elon Musk keeps opening his big mouth and like bringing down the the, the uh, cost of Bitcoin, which sucks. It's like, can you say something good about it and oh, get it to shoot back up everything. there again, please? Right. Yeah, he's ruining everything. It's like, hold on a minute ago, you were a cheerleader of Bitcoin and now you're talking bad about it because you're moving on to Dogecoin. Oh, That's not Dodge, cool. Oh, you know, what um, is this? <laughs> and Dogecoin even. is like, I don't even know, it's something to do with the dog, Dogecoin is. So it's confusing. And, but here's what I'll say, because I remember, Remember when like certain social media platforms came out? Mm. Like, remember when Twitter came out and we were all like, well, Ooh, "Who cares? I'm not going to tweet about." I don't want to do it. Yeah, I don't care yeah. what someone's eating for lunch. Oh, and-, and we didn't see the bigger picture yeah. that Twitter's actually changing the world. And the same with Instagram. Well, I'm not taking pictures of me sitting around in my living yeah. room. And then guess what? We're now Instagram is so powerful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're doing it. We love it. We're addicted to. It. So I can see NFTs going somewhere, but I think we have to get a better understanding of what exactly it is. Before we all start taking pictures of our vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> I I think it's actually a good way to get attention I as mean, well. I mean, like, that, that was quite yeah. clever. 
she's brilliant. She's, There's no vagina to be found. But like even <laughs> she her, is talking about even her stage, she's auctioning it off. I feel like and for the reasons that she's supporting women's empowerment, it's pretty cool in it. I mean, if this it is, is a future way to be doing this type of empowering thing, then I suppose she's yeah. way on the money here. She's got, she knows what she's doing. I think maybe someone's explained it to her really well. And I think maybe yeah. with a Bitcoin. Yeah, and this, this time you can actually use Bitcoin to buy. But Georgie, I want you to guess something, right? Yeah. What is the most amount of money that has gone to any NFT? What's the highest amount do you think that an NFT has sold for? Bearing in mind that I told you, like some have gone for over a million dollars. What do you think oh. has been the most expensive? Uh Awesome. Well, people are really rich, and so they just buy things for <laughs> silly reasons. Maybe like four hundred million. Oh, okay. All right, <laughs> you went way over. Oh, seventy million. I, I thought you were going to say something like it. five million. I really, <laughs> you ruined it. I have no, have it, I have no concept of money. I have no numbers. I know perfectly. And especially when it's digital. It was supposed to sound like the staggering oh, number, no. uh, and you just ruined okay, it. Okay, let's pretend I said million. four million. I meant four million. Four million. No, seventy million dollars. <laughs> oh, that's a lot. Okay, that is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I get why people are selling them and we can literally make our own NFTs, but I don't really get why people are buying them. That's the, no, no, that's no one you can copy me. and paste it. Like, what is the point? Exactly. And who's going to, uh, what do you even do with this digital art? You can't stick it on the wall. Where are you going to stick it? It's just in your, on your phone screen. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got an ad break. We do. <laughs> I need to check my Bitcoin as well. <laughs> He's driven it down again. Damn it. <laughs> When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen, listen, bitch. Oh, listen, make, make, bitches. make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Bill is in the house. I, will, I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both up. <laughs> 
For the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for Music In My Life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm so let's glad go. no one can see me right now because I'm doing, I was doing some weird dance moves. Yeah, nothing then, yeah. <laughs> Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You, the Wellbeing Podcast. I just became a lot more productive and happier. Mm. And for me, like, that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, Music In My Life and How Are You. Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. Welcome back, guys. You know, we've still got our third news story of the week to come. It's all about an old rocker turned healthy and he is inspiring us all. Okay, let's first get to our listener letters of the week, though. This is from Olivia. Dear Loose Lips, mm-hmm. I have a question for you both. Is the grass always greener? I'm finding mm-hmm. that when I'm in a relationship, all I want is to be single. And when I'm single, all I want is to be in a relationship. Where do you both <laughs> land on this? <laughs> sounds like one of my best friends. Oh, really? Like, it sounds like my cat as well, to be honest. <laughs> like, Chewy, he always wants to eat from the bowl that, that my other cat, Toffee, uh, is eating from. Yeah. And then she goes to his first bowl and then he wants to come back. It's the same food. Yeah. but. That's like, yeah, I always think food tastes better when it's free. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, when someone else is paying for it. Yeah, yeah. It you're like, oh, it seems tasty. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes even better. But yeah, I think it's a sort of human nature to a certain extent and obviously animal nature um, at the same time. But I think you've got to sort of learn how to appreciate things. I remember when I... I I was younger and I was in a relationship and sometimes I would go out and I'm going to these industry events and there's this like hot guy over there or this basketball player over here and he's got like the best table and the champagne is flowing and everyone's having a good time over there. Your life. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, "Mm, why am I single? Juicy man over there. And there's a fun cover to my left. I'm going to ditch my boyfriend yeah. in the night and um, have my way with this. No, no, it didn't go that far. But no. I, you know, you have like a little twinge, like, mm, oh, wish I could. I, I could yeah, I think, I think when you're younger yeah. as well, you think, oh my God, I should be living my life and what should I be doing? Yeah. But I think, yeah. I, you know, this has always been one of my favorite things. Go out there, try everything, and then you realize that all the rest is not that great. You realize what you like. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Because all that glitters isn't gold, right? No. Sometimes it's a rusty old piece of, of rust metal yeah. with sharp edges. <laughs> um, so, so that's the thing. And I, I realized that. And you just have to enjoy the moment while it's there. If you're in a relationship, it might not last, but enjoy it because you have it. And I think at a certain point, because st- stability never used to mean anything to me. I-, I didn't care about stability. I wanted fun and I wanted excitement. And now stability does mean more to yeah. me. And now yeah. when in terms of a relationship, it's like having that best friend who's got yeah. your back and that person who really cares about you. That is much more meaningful or will be at a certain point in your life than sort of running around having fun and and being single. But if that's what you want, then that's probably what you should be doing. You can't want your man back who you just dumped because you want to be single. You have to make up your mind. He's not going to come back. And I think, Olivia, I think you're not at that point yet where you want to settle down. I think that's basically what your thought process is right now. Otherwise, you wouldn't even be thinking about the other person's grass 
or any <laughs> lawn for that matter. You'd what be, kind of grass does he have down you there? Literally, <laughs> no, I wonder. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be keen on your own garden. So there's, um, yeah. you're, you're not in the headspace, I think. You're in plants, darling. <laughs> yeah, and it also could be the person you're with you're not right? because invested. yeah maybe yeah if you're really with the person that you want to be with it, sometimes it's timings it's sometimes it's where you are in life but sometimes it's the person as well yeah. and are you with that person who really makes your your heart beat fast and that sort of thing I I because <laughs> they because they make you go for jogs with them and uh yeah <laughs> they get you really stressed out like your heart is pounding <laughs> you're sweating yeah, you're a mess <laughs> yeah but you know the butterflies the butterflies in your stomach and you can't you think about them when you wake up in the morning and that's that's a nice place to be your, but your grass doesn't sound greener. like you're there yeah your grass is your ass is your, your grass your, ass your grass is flourishing your, your ass you're is happy. grass like your grass yeah. like it's got pansies in like you're having a great time if you want to yeah. talk about the other person's grass yeah <laughs> exactly I think you need to be single for a while and then figure out what it is that you you really want but sometimes we learn the hard way I actually have a friend who learned the hard way she had a man who was I mean this guy would do anything for her absolutely any for anything for her and she was like oh whatever no I don't have time to see you again you know and uh, he was always chasing after her and then one day he just sort of turned around and was like mm. Mm, okay not interested anymore I don't want to yeah. be with you and then she realized what she had and she so desperately wanted to be with him at she that point and he was he never looked back on it mm. and now he has a, another girlfriend and so just appreciate what you have while you have it and don't get into a relationship with someone if you know you're going to be one of those people who doesn't want to be in it as soon as you are, are in it. I have a friend, one of my best friends, like he wants the people he can't, I know I always, he, he wants the people he can't get. If somebody likes him, he doesn't want them. He wants what he can't have. That's what Olivia's yeah. doing. They want what they can't have or what they don't have and they want that. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, moving on swiftly. What do we have next? <laughs> We've got... Listener letter number two. Okay, this one is from Jake. Uh, Jake says, before lockdown, there was a cute guy at the office that I never spoke to until the last day before working from home where we had a really good chat outside after... Dr- after drinks, after the office. I'm due to go back in about a week and I can't wait to see him, uh, but I want to act cool. How should I go about this? <gasps> Jake is Well, you got to act cool, Jake, Jake. is too keen. He's lost his head. <laughs> He's lost his head. <laughs> oh, <he's gonna> <laughs> and the whole office. Oh, he's going to go and be like, blah, 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 say the weirdest things and just be a cringe. And then he's going to regret it and be like, oh, I fancied him. And now I can't do anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do when you see him, don't take a running leap like on him and oh, swing your yeah. legs around him or anything like that. Play it cool. Play it cool. You know how to play it cool, which is why you said you want to play it cool. Okay. So, you know, wear something that. No, only non cool people say this. Only non cool. Yeah. I need to be cool. I can't be cool. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> true, true. So, he probably, he probably needs a, a little help then. So, I would say, I don't know. Maybe you want to leave your shirt button just buttoned down Ooh. one more than you usually would. I actually, I have this um, <laughs> a producer who I used to work with, and his v neck shirts were come all the way like in the office to the belly like, button come down almost to the belly no button. Like, I, he had some wait. nice pecs as well he's just these but what? he his was like out. yeah you know, bam, 
Sharon, he did. <laughs> he used to have a, a V down to his belly button. Like, See? <laughs> he did. So if you really want to go for it, you might want to pull out that shirt if you've got one. Right, get your V out. If, get your belly button out. <laughs> get the deep V out. Wear a um, But if not, maybe an extra button you leave unbuttoned. <gasps> Just wear your uh, underpants into work. Why not? Just go in your underpants <laughs> and socks and trainers. And be like, oh, <laughs> I'm cool. I mean, you guys, it's not like you can run, any, run out of things to talk about, right? Because you haven't seen each other in over a year. That must have been frustrating, but fun at the same time. You know when you've got a crush on oh. someone and you just can't wait to see the them? The guys moved and... on. He must have well moved on by now. Oh, you think he's left yeah, the job? Yeah, there's no way this cute oh, guy remembers no. him. There's no way oh. cute guy will not remember Jake if he didn't do anything and get his number in a year. <laughs> There's oh. no way. Jake, you've met... You've- well, it depends how big the company is, right? If there are only five people working there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if it's a big, if it's a big company, you might be out of luck, Jake. You got to, you got to work it. You got to work your magic. Slide his DMs and be a not bit cool and get in there. Yeah. Because like, that's how you stay in touch with your crush, right? Yeah. And you, you follow them on in Instagram. The you slide the DMs <laughs> and, and all that. You exactly. follow them and their vehicle wherever <laughs> You follow them home and lurk outside the door. And <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. We didn't tell you to do that. Um, I say play coy, right? Play coy because we don't know how cute guy is. We don't know whether he likes the forward type or, likes or you, whether Jake. he likes he someone who's like you, Jake. Yeah. This is what we've got to deal with here. It's been a year. There's no way he's going to remember him. This is, this is bad. Savage. It's worse than you can imagine. Georgie is bringing out a savage Jake, side got, today. No. Jake, I'm holding out hope for you. I think I think you can work your magic and with your little flirtation. But here's what I'd say, Jake. More importantly than any of that, do you really want to hook up with somebody you work with? Yes. Because remember, that can get really messy in the workplace, <laughs> right? Georgie's done it. It was a it was a mess. It was a mess. Everyone knew everything. It was horrendous. <laughs> it was the worst time. <laughs> the worst time of her life. life. What this girl is saying. Everybody else's life too involved. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been in this situation a couple of times as well. And there was one where I was seeing the guy. I worked for the company and he was there. And then I left. And that's when I started seeing him. And then I went back and we were sort of over by that time. Uh, and all because he was in such a high up position at the company, even though we didn't work together directly, usually I would hear his name all the time. And it would drive me nuts. It's like, I'm trying to get over dude right now. I don't want to keep hearing oh, his name. I couldn't tell anyone yeah. that because oh. it was like, well, I made it messy in the first place. But, um, <laughs> you know, and then the, there was another situation where I was seeing someone who I worked with. And now he's like one of my best friends of all time. Um, but for a while, it was a little weird because we were we sat within really close proximity of each other and we weren't talking to each other for a while so it was super awkward when I had to go over and like ask him for something we were really pissed off with each other or just walking by him yeah exactly and you don't want anyone to know right that's the thing like you've got to you've got to keep it going and make sure no one knows because they're going to run with it and your reputation will be ruined <laughs> so Jake, I would say think twice before you make your move. But go out for drinks, invite a few, few people out after work again and yeah. make sure he's invited. And then, you know, feel it out from there. Okay, so little f- fun thing here. Status quo's Francis Rossi. T 
takes up veggie smoothies to get back on tour at 71. So he's oh. he's going back on tour, status quo. I don't know yeah. the music too much. Do you know the music? What would be a song that they think? I was trying to, you know what, I was hoping you would know. Because I know status quo and I know they're legends. Oh, we, but we I just know don't know. They're legends. We know they're really old. We just old, don't know why. And we know that they are <laughs> drinking vegetable smoothies. <laughs> why? Exactly. Do you know what I would just say to Francis? Why is it taking him this long to start getting healthy? Or is this an actual secret that should be done? We can just be all unhealthy for all of our lives. <laughs> then we get to age 70 and then we can just start being healthy and it'll just be fine. I think it's an actual secret because they used to be, they were like extreme rockers. They lived that rock star lifestyle, right? So he was addicted to cocaine to the point where he was in the shower one time and his septum, that piece of cartilage in the middle of your nose, fell out in the shower. <gasps> What did you think it was because he soap? was doing? <laughs> oh God! Be like, what? <laughs> that? <laughs> I cannot like that. Must have hurt <gasps> unless you've done that much cocaine oh, that it doesn't even hurt that. anymore, and you don't even feel anything. Oh. But he was also uh, addicted to alcohol. But um, yeah, he's turned things around, and um, now he's on this whole health thing. So he's drinking vegetable juice and smoothies and he's he wants to he's got a home pool he has like a seven bedroom mansion by the right all oh, that helps no, swimming. Does. Swimming. that helps yeah so his own indoor pool and now he's doing 30 lengths a day but he wants to get that up to also, 60 lengths he's probably doing a marathon around his mansion so he's probably doing a yeah. run as well like he's running around. <laughs> imagine leaving your, your phone in like on that in the, the kitchen and you're in the top number four bedroom out of seven like that's, that's energy. That, that would be that would be a pain in the butt. You'd need at least seven phones to to make Just up for that. Find the other phone. Yeah, I find it so inspirational that seventy one years old and you're gearing up to go on tour. And then even before the yeah. status quo tour, he has some other kind of tour that he's doing, which is uh, what's it called? Uh, not, he's not a human, really, is he? He's absolutely he's human. There's no way. Yeah, spoken word. That's the term I was okay. looking for. Spoken word. Spoken word. That's what he's doing. Um, he's superhuman, and I mean, he's going to be a zap. Zaddy, you know, you know what Zaddy is. No, like the equivalent of a milf. Oh, right, like a Zaddy, like a hot daddy kind of, like yeah. Where's the where's the letters for this, and what did they mean? I don't know. I think it came from because you know, you know how some men want to be called Daddy in the bed. Some women will make that might be an American thing as well. Don't you? You guys probably don't do that there, do you? my ends in Salford through my thin right <laughs> in my neighbours shouting daddy I'm not I'm not really you're gonna be very that. disturbed and call the cops also my mum lives next door so I don't want to know that oh, is god. not okay oh my god oh yeah that would be super <laughs> awkward but over here everyone wants to be all these guys want to be called daddy uh, and like women okay. are willing to oblige uh, like not everyone but some what are do the men oblige. call their mummies like that is weird <laughs> <laughs> no no it doesn't work that way it's just the one way thing so i think it was it was some reality star who called somebody a zaddy like ooh, zaddy and then it just became like a thing like right. a hot 
sort of a hot daddy, like a hot kind of old In check with all the new things in life. (laughs) Yeah, you don't don't need to pee, don't worry. Don't worry, it's just going to kill your brain cells, some of this stuff. But anyway, I'm inspired. He says he hasn't worked out for months. I haven't either. So I'm going to get back to the gym. I'm going to swim, except I don't know how. And I'm going to drink fruit smoothies as well. So there you go. There you go. He's inspired you. That is yeah i love that uh, that makes it all worthwhile <laughs> and that's what we've got time <laughs> for to be honest because we we've we've run out of time which i get gutted about thank you for listening to loose lips with sharon carpenter and me georgie porter we've got a bonus episode on friday extra lippy yes we do as always uh subscribe follow rate and review guys uh, we want to hear from you. We always do. Uh, send us emails. Send us your listener letters to loose lips at createproductions.com. Also at the Missy Porter and at Sharon Carpenter. And we will see you soon, Zaddy. Goodbye, Zaddy. <laughs> Zaddy. Mummies and Zaddy. <laughs> <laughs>